Hello, everybody. I'm glad to have you with me. This is the Down South IT Podcast. My name is Clark, coming to you from the heart of Cajun country where Mother Nature seems to be drunk because, well, not just here, but pretty much all across the South, she seems to be drunk. We got all y'all cold weather, so hey, uh, you guys up north, Mother Nature's on my lawn and she's drunk, so come get her. Anyway, <laughs> thank you for joining me today. This Today is going to be a kind of an interesting show because I want to get into password managers and not only what they are, why you should use one, but why I recently changed using one. So we'll get into that here in just a second. But before we jump into that, let me remind you, go check out the website, downsouthitpodcast.com. You can see all kinds of cool stuff up on there. You can also catch back episodes of the podcast if you really want to see that right there on the Embedded Player. And if you want to follow all of the stuff that I talk about today, including all the links and pricing, descriptions, different things like that of all the password managers I'm going to talk about today, I'll have all of that on the show prep, which is going to be the link right underneath that Embedded Player. And if you go a little bit further down, you can see the Defender newsletter. That's all my security type uh, stuff with different articles on some good security things that you should be looking into and following. If, in fact, this should probably be on there as well. But I decided to do it as a podcast episode anyway. And also, you can check out the link to this merch store at the very top or the very bottom of the page. And you can check out some cool uh, t-shirts and mugs, water bottles, all kinds of cool things like that. All kinds of cool merch. Everything that you get on there helps me out with the channel and lets me do some cool builds, which I'm still working on a few right now. So you can help me out with that. And right now we do have classic t-shirts on sale for 18 bucks. So if you want to pick up a t-shirt, 18 bucks and it's yours. Also at the top of the page, I have all the links to pretty much everywhere that the podcast is on including the Rumble channel, YouTube, Facebook, which you can find at Down South IT. And if you need to, you can always hit me up with an email or just shoot me a link at the, shoot, not a link, a message at the bottom of the homepage. That'll shoot me a message right there if you want to ask a question or suggest a new episode topic or anything like that. The email address is downsouthit at gmail.com. You can hit me up on there as well. No, pro- no problem on that. So now that we're done with all of the housekeeping stuff, let's jump right in. And what is a password manager? Well, a password manager, according to our good friends at Wikipedia, is a computer program that allows users to store, generate, and manage their passwords for local applications and online services. A password manager assists in generating and retrieving complex passwords, storing such passwords in an encrypted database, or calculating them on demand. So basically, a password manager is a piece of software, and in fact, most of the ones that are out now are not only standalone programs that you can get for your computer or your Mac, Android, iPhone, different, you know, all your different devices, but it's also, they could also be used as extensions in your web browser. So you can use the service in either Firefox, Chrome, you know, whatever browser you see fit, and it'll take all of the passwords that you put in on that browser and put them into a digital vault. And that vault is going to be encrypted, not only encrypted from 
hackers and everything else, but also the company that you're using. So they won't have access to it either. The only way to get to these passwords is to use what they call a master password. And that's going to be something that only you know and only you should know. And that'll be able to unencrypt everything as you go forward. Now, all the services that I'm going to talk about today use a very high 256-bit encryption. So that's something that's very, very, very difficult to crack. And even if... Like I said, even if somebody does happen to hack the company servers that you're using or the company's servers that, you know, for the company that you're using, then they can't get to any of the passwords without having to sit there and try to break the encryption for each individual that has their vault on their servers. So it's a very difficult process, even if they could get in and it has been known to happen. It's happened a couple of times. In fact, it happened to LastPass back in, I think, 2015. So it, it, it's not unheard of that it does happen, but it does. So it is a, they use a very, very hard encryption to encrypt all of your passwords. One other thing that these, a lot of these things do is they have a password generator. So you can actually tell it how many characters you want to use or how many, you know, how, how long it should be whether or not it's going to have symbols or, you know, special characters, anything like that, you hit generate and it will generate a secure password for you. And of course, the best passwords that you could probably come up with are going to be ones that are basically just upper lowercase numbers, numbers, um, special characters, different things like that. Plus most everything is going to be random. So, Something like that would be very difficult to remember, especially since it's best practice to have a different password for every site that you use. So having a password manager, being able to save those very random and difficult passwords is very nice because you don't actually have to remember them. You only have to remember your master password to be able to unencrypt the vault to be able to save new passwords. And most of these, you really don't even have to do that. You just have to save it and it automatically saves it to your encrypted vault. Now, if you do forget one or you need to go back and copy one because the URL doesn't match or something along that line, you will have to go in, find it, and then unencrypt it with your master password, copy it, and then you can save the new URL to it. That way it'll automatically pop up in the browser whenever you're using it. So there, there are different things that happen. I mean, site websites change all the time. The way that sites have you log in changes from time to time. I know uh, my ISPs was like that a while back. Used to be able to just sign in from the homepage. You can't do that anymore. It's another kind of weird, complex thing that you have to actually go into a separate page to do it. So I, you got to adjust things like that. But it's not difficult to do. It does take a little bit of time to get set up. But once you're set up, it's fairly easy to do. And then, like I said, you don't have to remember any of these complex passwords because they're all there for you. They will automatically pop up in your browser. That's the best part. The other good thing about these is that not only do you not have to remember them on your browser, if you're using the same app on your phone and your desktop or your laptop, it syncs between the two. So if you sign in on both devices, 
you have all your passwords right there too. So it'll even pop up on Android and iPhones. So you won't even have to worry about putting in addresses on your mobile devices or on your laptop or your desktops. So having that syncing ability to go across platform and across devices is very nice. It actually, it helps a lot. It really does. And I'll get into what happened with mine not long ago, or well, well, should I say the changes that one of these companies made starting on the 16th of March, which this is actually going to be going up on the 9th, but on the 16th, LastPass is actually going to be making a change to theirs. I'll get to that in a little bit. But not only do password managers manage your passwords, they also can do secure notes. They can store credit card numbers and different things like that. So you can automatically input those into your browsers when you're buying things. They can have secure file storage attached to their service. So if you want files that you absolutely need to get to but don't want anyone else to see, you can have secure file storage like tax returns or mortgage documents or different things like that. Stuff that you want to be able to get to, but you don't want anyone else to be able to see. A lot of these services also have dark web monitoring uh, involved with it. So they will let you know if they see your password on a dark website or anything along that line. So you actually know if you know, one of your passwords could possibly be compromised or be sold at some point. And if that's the case, then you go back to that site. You can change it that way. Even if they have the old password, they can't get any of your information. So that's always a good thing to have. And lastly, most of these have a family type plan. And if you have a family plan and you need to share secure notes, secure files, or even share passwords between family members, you can do that securely through the app. That way it doesn't get transmitted over plain text or anything like that, like through an email or a text message. So that way, if you need to send somebody a password, you can, and you can do it in the safest way possible. So let me get back into what LastPass is planning on doing. So LastPass was the probably the best free option that you had for a password manager. And they were able, you were able to sync across all devices, basically use the entire program for free without any kind of significant you know, downturn in performance or anything like that. And what they're planning on doing is starting on the 16th of March. And like I said, this podcast is going out on March 9th. So in about a week, week and a half, in about a week, they're going to change their program to where if you were using LastPass, but you were not paying for it, you were not a premium member, that you can only use LastPass on one device type. So, uh, and it's, it's kind of a weird mishmash, but basically if you use LastPass on just your phone or a mobile device, that's the only devices that you will be able to use it on. It won't sync the passwords across devices to your laptop or to your desktop and vice versa. If you only use it on the desktop, it won't sync it to your mobile device. The only way to actually have it sync to all those devices is going to be to get a premium uh, account, and that is going to be 36 bucks a year, which for everything that it does, $36 a year really and truly is not 
that bad. I mean, it's about on par with most of the other password managers out there. So it's not that they're asking for anything that the other apps aren't doing. It's just that they're not just kind of they're just kind of cutting you off in a very unceremonious way. So just a few of the, the password managers that I was able to kind of dig up and the ones that I found that usually are kind of going to be the, the best versions of this if you wanted to use one would be LastPass would be one. Like I said, it's free for one device type uh, starting on the 16th. After that, it's going to be $36 a year or basically three bucks a month, which is not bad. Like I said, uh, the next one is going to be one password. One password, again, is going to be $36 a year for an individual account, $48 for family. So that way you can do the password sharing and, you know, secure file sharing and that kind of thing. Bitwarden is going to be probably if you wanted to look for a free version of a password manager, their core program, which should suit just about everybody, is going to be is going to be free. And that does basically everything that I was talking about with LastPass. You know, you can sync across devices. They don't have any kind of holdups or anything like that. But if you want a premium account, which does give you a few more features, that's going to be 10 bucks a year. And then if you have a family account, that's going to be 40. Now, if you go in between LastPass, 1Password, those are fairly feature rich as far as and pretty easy to use. But Bitwarden is not going to be as forgiving. It's going to it takes a little bit more to get the full use out of it. It's not quite as intuitive as the other two. So that you do kind of get a trade off for that free price. Dashlane is another one that a lot of people talk about. It is free if you have 50 passwords or less saved on it. But if you go any higher than that then they require you to get a, a premium plan which is $60 a year but the caveat with that is it does cost a little bit more but that premium plan does include a VPN with it so that's it kind of it kind of is a trade-off but if you already have a VPN service that you use it's kind of unwanted and if you decide to go for a family plan with them it's $90 a year again has the VPN built in with it so you can use that too but I already use a VPN, so that really doesn't interest me any. If I didn't have one already, that might entice me to use it a little more, but I've, I'm already satisfied with the VPN provider that I have, so that doesn't sway me one way or the other. But hey, if you need a VPN, that might be one to go for. So it's just something to look into also. The last one I'm going to talk about today is called Keeper. And this one's free for one device. So if you're only using a phone, if you don't have a laptop or anything like that, or if you only have a laptop or a desktop, it is free for one device. If you want it to sync across devices, again, it's going to be 35 a year. And if you want secure fire storage and a few other features, it's $73 a year. So that one's a little bit, you know, you get more for your money, but really and truly with all of these, you do have to do your own research and figure out what features you want, which ones would be best for you in your situation. So it is a very individual decision. And like I say, it's based on what you need, what you want, and what works best for you. Now, I do kind of want to jump into LastPass again, because not only were they hacked in 2015, and they, they have fixed that issue 
and pretty much overfix that issue. So that should not happen again. However, the reason why I was using LastPass, but ultimately jumped ship to one password recently was because of something called the Exidy Privacy app. And basically it was developed by the Guardian Project that it goes through different websites and web apps and it tracks the number of trackers and permissions that those apps have, you know, have permission to use on your devices. And what that found was that LastPass had seven web trackers just in the Android version of LastPass. Now, when they say trackers, that could be anything from a third party tracker all the way to Google Analytics or anything like that. Now, LastPass did have Google Analytics. They had one for Apps Flyer and a couple for Mixpanel. Now, LastPass did say that all of these trackers were basically things that would pull metadata from your devices and your location and different things like that so that they can help improve their product and, you know, give you a better experience later on down the road. Now, that does sound good, but if there's trackers that are built into something that basically has the gateway to your online life, I don't like that. I want nothing having to do with tracking anything that has to do with keeping passwords. Because once something happens with your passwords, anybody can get into anything, especially with, with one of these. So when I read this article, I was not terribly upset, but I was annoyed enough to the point that I said, okay, well, I got to look for an alternative. Now, 1Password and KeyPass, which is another password manager that I didn't go over earlier, because I haven't seen it on any kind of good lists lately. So I didn't, didn't look into it at all. But 1Password and KeyPass did not have any trackers associated with it at all on any of their apps. So that mainly was the reason why I jumped to 1Password. Now, if they wouldn't have had any kind of trackers or I didn't see this beforehand, I really wouldn't have had a problem with paying the for the premium account on LastPass. In fact, I'd recommended LastPass on this podcast not a while back. And that kind of bummed me out that I saw that, but I'm telling you now because I'm telling you what I found out. And if, you know, I if you do get LastPass or start using LastPass, just be aware of that. Now, granted, like I said, it could be something completely and utterly benign, you know, just for standard analytics and different things like that. I mean, Google Analytics is everywhere. So it could be something completely benign. But just know that it is there. And if you did want to go with something that absolutely does not track anything on your devices or your location, anything like that, 1Password would probably be your better bet. Again, that's the one that I jumped to. And if you did have LastPass before, moving over to one password is a fairly easy process. You can export all your data from LastPass into a CSV uh, format Excel spreadsheet and just copy that and import it directly into one one password and you're done. It'll save everything just like that. It'll tag it a little bit differently than what uh, the tags were in LastPass, 
But other than that, it's really easy to do. So if you did have that, you can move it over. Most of these you can import other from other services. It's not a hard process. So just know that going in, like I said, it could be something completely benign. But when it comes to passwords and the keys to my digital kingdom, I don't want to have nothing to do with that. You know, that's just my that that's my personal opinion. I would much rather have something that does not have any kind of trackers on it or anything like that. That way I can be safe in the fact of knowing, okay, yeah, this is this is cool. I can hang with this. Now, granted, I've been using one password for about three or four days now. Uh, I, I've just recently switched. So the it's not as quite as intuitive as LastPass. LastPass was very easy to use, very easy to save stuff. You know, everything was in the browser. I didn't really have to worry about too much on that. And one password, it's in the browser also, but it's you know it's not quite as intuitive yet for me. So um, it's kind of a little bit of a learning curve on that side, but it's not bad. So that brings us to the question of, should you be using a password manager? And I would happen to say yes, simply because you can generate very secure individual passwords for whatever site you happen to be on and save them without having to sit there and remember all these weird things or write them down on a random notebook or anything like that that you might have that somebody could just happen to peer in on. So using these would be a very, very good idea. I definitely support using these. The benefits of using it far outweigh the time that you're going to put into it. So if you're not using one yet, I would definitely look into it. Granted, it is a little bit of a hit as far as money goes. But if you're worried about that, there is the free version of Bitwarden that's always available to you. And like I said, 36 bucks a year is really not that much. I mean, most streaming services are about that or less. So it's not a terrible hit if you do that. So just keep that in mind. But if you do want to use one, I have all the links and everything in the show prep. You can go check out that out on the website, downsouthitpodcast.com. Just look for the embedded player. The show prep link is going to be right underneath there. You can see everything that I have here. And you can check it out all with the links and everything else. And of course, once I start talking about the website, that means the show is winding down and I get to paraphrase Albert Hubbard, just like I do at the end of every podcast. Technology can replace the work of many people, but it can never replace the work of one extraordinary person. So go out and be extraordinary today. Thank you for joining me today. You guys are awesome. I love you. I'll see you right here on the next episode of the Down South IT Podcast. Later.